at Elon University, women make up 26% of non-volunteer coaches and about 44% of head coaches. This disproportion between female and male coaches is not just seen at Elon. It is a trend visible throughout the over 1,000 colleges and universities in the National Collegiate Athletic Association. This is ENN Radio, a weekly podcast from Elon News Network bringing you the story behind the headlines. I'm Anna Terry. This week on ENN Radio, we are talking about the underrepresentation of female coaches seen both at Elon and in the NCAA. Today, I am with the managing editor of The Pendulum, who also happens to be my sister, Grace Terry. We're making the podcast a family affair this week. I know, I'm excited to be here. And in your story this week, you investigated the representation of female coaches both at Elon and in the NCAA Division I teams. In your story, you explained a bit about the importance of Title IX and how it's impacted the world of sports. Can you explain what it is and exactly what this impact is? So Title IX is a law that prohibits federally funded institutions from discriminating on the basis of sex. And that conveys itself in several different ways. In sport, it made sure men and women's sports were getting equal funding. And it also increased the amount of females participating in college athletics. Um, and also high school athletics as well. But for coaching, it really dramatically decreased the representation of women in women's sports coaching. Since the title's enactment, the percentage of females coaching women's collegiate sports dropped from 90% to about 40%. According to Courtney Boucher, a research assistant at the Tucker Center, this decline is because women's sports were finally being paid a livable salary, causing more men to start coaching. Men are um, infiltrating, I guess, women's sports to coach that because now they're getting funded. Where before Title IX, there wasn't any money in it. You had this history of like PE teachers just kind of doing it more, um, you know, out of the goodness of their heart. They're passionate about, you know, women being physically active. So they're giving that, but not for any sort of financial gain, where then all of a sudden you have Title IX and the NCAA, and um, then, then it becomes a viable career pathway. And you talked to Elon psychology professor Katie King, who stressed to you the importance of same-gender role modeling in the development of children. Can you elaborate on this and explain how it relates to this underrepresentation of women in sports? Yeah, so same-gender role modeling is really important, and the same thing goes for race and ethnicity. Um, it's one of those things where if you see someone who looks like you, you can believe you can become it. So we all follow models, but we also are more motivated to follow models that look like us. Mm-hmm. And then their success becomes our success. It becomes reinforcing to us. So same gender models just provide an extra motivation that says you can be this, you can do this. A lot of times like we see other females 
have success and it becomes our success as well because then we're motivated to become more like them. According to King, same gender role modeling is important to development into adulthood. This makes gender representation significant in sports. Boucher agrees. Especially college and high school age women are just more positively affected, right? They have better self-perception when they have a same-sex role model, right? They can identify more with um, that role model and um, can kind of, I mean, you can take the cliche of if you can see it, you can be it type situation. Elon senior softball player Ali Repko says that for her, she sees the team's head coach, Kathy Bocock, not only as a teacher, but as someone to relate to. So I've always had um, a lot of male coaches, especially in my time in high school. But for softball, I've always had female coaches, which is really awesome because, you know, they played the sport um, so they can relate to you, not only like how the sport and like techniques and stuff, how that's going, but also just like what we experience off the field, like the struggles that, you know, women's face. And while interviewing Boucher, who is a researcher that works at the Tucker Center, which conducts research on girls and women's in sports, she said that she feels weird being asked about the importance of women coaching. Why is this? Yeah, she laughed when I asked the question just because she gets this question all the time. No one asks that. No one asks that about men. Right. Mm -hmm. No one's saying like, why is why is that important? So I think that's an interesting way to position that because we have, you know, men, 98 percent of men are coached by men um, and no one questions that. And all of a sudden it's like, well, you know, we have. A like Boucher, Elon's volleyball coach, Mary Tendler, does not think about her gender as something that separates her from others in the occupation. I don't think, man, I'm a female and a male. Um, profession. I just think of it as a coach, and that's that's who I am. And um, you know, I do the best I can each day. And, and head volleyball coach Mary Tendler explained that she believes the lack of female representation could also be due to another factor that is not impacted by Title IX. Can you explain what factor this is? Tendler believes another factor could be the fact that. Females tend to leave around their mid to late 20s coaching to go start families um, due to the scheduling of coaching. It's you're traveling a lot and you're away from your kids and females, while we're in the 21st century and many work are working mothers, like they tend to be the ones who do more of the childcare. I think it's hard for females to get into coaching and to be, especially mm -hmm. to be head coaches, just because, um, you know, it's hard to have a family and to coach at the same time. Yeah. Um, um, I've been married for, I think, 28 years now, but we, my husband <laughs> and I have no kids, so, yeah. and my husband is a coach as well uh, for North Carolina A&T, um, so we have a little bit easier time as far as, um, you know, balancing stuff and um, and because of that, we see in the data that a lot of females are assistant coaches in their early 20s, and they far outnumber the amount of male assistant coaches we see in women's sports. But once they hit the age of 27, we see that number drastically decline to the point where the number of assistant coaches in female sports around when they hit the age of 31, it's 
equal to the number of males. Boucher explains this phenomenon. All the special women completely decline, and the men stay there. Up to this critical zone of attrition, right? This is when women are leaving, right? The pipeline, or when, when they're leaving the workforce, um, within that age and at that, at that specific position. And I don't think that we know the reason why. I think that we can speculate, right? What's typically happening? With women around that time, typically they're starting to think about marriage and families, and oftentimes that responsibility is laid on the woman. Um, but I think that that's probably, we don't know, but probably part of it. And the women's head basketball coach, Charlotte Smith, shared with you what she believes needs to happen to the college sports industry in order for this imbalance to sort of even out. What does what exactly does she believe needs to happen? So Smith believes that there needs to be equality in women's sports. Um, in order to get there, we need transparency. And she pointed to what happened in the NCAA tournament and how this just brought light to this, that there's still inequalities that we see in men and women's sports today. You know, it, it's very disheartening uh, to see the unfairness uh, the, and the inequalities. And at the same time, it, it's very promising to see that women are speaking out and using their voices for change. And those are all the questions I have for you. Thank you so much. Oh, thank you so much for having me, Anna. <laughs> That's it for this week's episode of ENN Radio. Subscribe to ENN Radio on Spotify and Apple Podcasts and follow us on social media at Elon News Network. For the latest news, visit our website, elonnewsnetwork.com.